Yay! That took too many attempts to get me live. I don't do this very often. I don't even think I've ever actually done this before. Hi Michelle, yay! Yay! View request. Go live with Michelle Young. And I shall wait for you to appear. Let's see. Hi! Oh, yeah, it worked! <laughs> I don't know what yay! happened the first time, but I pressed a button and then I was just sitting staring at my face and it kept saying there's 50 users active and I was like, so, am I live? And I was sitting talking to my device, no idea if I was live, but we made it. Thanks for we joining did. us. We did, I scrolling, scrolling, scrolling to refresh. <laughs> I, know. I had to come out and then go back in again and then... It's worked. Anyway, I thought we would have a wee lunchtime chat because you yeah. just did your master coach certificate. Yes. And completed. you have just launched your warrior movement. Mm-hmm. Warrior movement. Yeah. So yeah. tell me about it. Firstly, I this has always been a dream of mine to be on like a little chat with you. Oh. <laughs> I'm so glad that we did this then. I love the idea and sing one day, so I'm like, ah, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, what do you want to know? So basically, complete the master coach. Yeah. Um, that was great. That was just another tool. Hello, everybody. Um, and then I've just completed the first Warrior S movement, so that's like a four-week program. Okay. So they've just completed, and now like most of them wanted to continue on again, so we're in the second one. And then I'm going to launch another one at the end of March. So, Amazing. yeah. Amazing. So what do you do over the four weeks? So, oh my goodness, we do loads of different things. But more, like, it's kind of each week we have a certain thing. So, like, on week one, it's all about, like, your focus, creating confidence, creating motivation, like, changing, like, how you feel. And, and then just giving them the tips and the tools to, like, realize that you actually have you're in charge of more than you think regards to your focus, what you put your attention on. Yeah. Um, it really, Moving so how you goes, the energy flows, right? Mm -hmm. So like wh whenever you're feeling crap, you're focusing on something. So I'm teaching them all about how like actually like I'll, I'll say, okay, feel proud. I'll, I'll think of something that makes you feel proud. Now think of something that makes you feel disappointed and they can see that their focus is doing that. So powerful. So that's week one. And then week two is all about energy. Um, and then I'll give them things that they need to do each week to create that energy. Like, so movement, meditation, appreciation. Um, what's the other one? Hydration, yeah. So you're getting all that into your body and how that all affects you. Because how you show, like, energy is everything for me. It's like the number one. Because like, I can't coach anybody if I feel shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my number one priority of the day is get my energy up. Yeah. Um, and then week three is all about like creating goals and purpose and, you know, focusing on a mission. Because a lot of the times we're just kind of like, I don't even know what I'm doing. I just go to work. I come home. I watch Netflix. And I'm like, is that fulfilling to you? If it is, great. Keep doing it. Um, and then the last week is all about questioning those limiting beliefs and the stories we tell ourselves. It's like, is that really true? Like, you know, and some of the stuff that comes up for them is like, oh my God. So yeah, that's it. It's mad the stories we tell us. And some people will totally dismiss affirmations, but we run affirmations all day long. Like we're constantly telling ourselves we're not good enough, but if we tell ourselves we are good enough, we don't believe it. 
Mm-hmm. It's mental. It's like, right, how do we how do we find even a way to use the language so that you believe it? That you exactly you have to believe it because like if I say I'm uh, uh, if I go from I'm not good enough, right? To I wake up, Shell told me to say I'm good enough, and then you get up and say I'm good enough, but you don't believe it. It's not the words that it's the vibration. It's what you believe. So like I'll like okay, give me proof of when you have been good enough, so that we cement that belief in. And then they're like, oh, I'm not all that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the same. Like that energy is the same when you're eating food, right? If you're eating a salad and going, I'm eating this because it's going to be good for me and you have this really low down energy and you hate it, it's going to be toxic in your body because the feeling, you've already sent those signals from the brain through your nervous system, this is not good. Whereas if you're Mm -hmm. sitting, and I always use this analogy, sitting either having a salad or a bit of cake, if you're eating that bit of cake and going, this is exactly what I needed, this is so nourishing, I am absolutely loving this, you're going to get so much more benefit from that. Uh, yeah if you're eating it and you feel guilty the guilt's there the dreads there everything holds in your body so that this energy and experience is everywhere and learning to be much kinder to ourselves and more gentle with ourselves and I was talking to a client this morning and she teaches a lot of heart-centered work herself but when it was coming to some of her movement practices she wasn't applying that same that same energy of Right, let's how can we feel safe in this space how can we feel like this is a good thing that we're doing for our body how can we feel like this is going to be more beneficial like yeah. what can you do to feel nice and feel good here and it's like ah, oh, you don't always think to to cross these over into all yeah. aspects of our life you might get really oh. focused at work and be that energetic yeah 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 person at work but then when it comes to life dealing with anything outside that you can be a totally different person i love asmr i don't know if you know it's a huge trend um and a lot of people get it gets a bad rep right but i love the reiki sessions annie so i literally like i had a little what 15 minute kind of snooze before i came on because i'm like you know me energy um and the girl was all about nurture today so it was like when you're always looking for being nurtured off your mom or other people, how can I nurture myself today? How can I do that? So everything we need from other people, it's just asking, how can I give that to me? You know, and in all areas of my life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's hard when you kind of give advice all the time. And then sometimes you have to check yourself to be like, hang on, I'm being a hypocrite right now. And I'm not what I'm teaching so it's <laughs> easy as a coach to fall into that trap oh always but you're human as well you know yeah so I took last week as a down week off work from work and when I started back classes on Monday I said to my classes I was like look I haven't rolled my feet out once this last week and I haven't done any movement other than my daily walks it's like, yeah and I'm not going to kid on you that I've done anything else like I have to be honest with you and oh, totally. because you need you as a coach needs to tell other people that they have permission. Like we have all these really useful tools in place, but some days you just Mm-mm. need to not, not do it. <laughs> but <laughs> need to not do it every now and again is when yes. that not doing it becomes a habit that then becomes a negative. Yeah, the fact that you were aware, you're like, you were even, because this was me today, like yesterday I had a really bad day and I woke up and I was trying to get my energy on point, went for a walk and I was like, okay, I'm not using that tool today. The fact that you're aware that you're not even using the tool, you're already a ahead. Do you know what I mean? You're like, oh, I'm not using that 
school today, but like, well, I'm even aware that I'm not doing it. And it's like, maybe you just need a down day. Maybe you need a rest day. Because I've been going, like, I've had one week off since lockdown April. Like, one week off. And I'm like, I think I need a down week. My only problem is I've got courses here and there. So I'm like, what can I put in place to do that? So now I'm kind of thinking, everybody needs a down week. Yeah, yeah. I've started scheduling them in every eight weeks. Good. Had, my first one was last week and I've got my next one scheduled in for the end of April but I'm telling my clients now this is what I'm doing so yeah. they are holding me accountable because lo- loads Good. of them are like you yeah. need to look after yourself like they give me any trouble for it and tell me all the stuff that I tell them <laughs> yeah yeah like, I'm very appreciative of that and I do have amazing clients who will definitely call me out if I'm not saying what I'm gonna I'm doing what I say I'm gonna do I know. And the thing with me is like, my, my, I had my sister on my mentoring career last night with the basketball side of things. And um, we love a comeback. Like we are the comeback people. So I think that's why we've done so well in lockdown because we're, just, we're like, we're the people that are fighting for everybody. <laughs> yeah. I know. And, like, uh, hey, shit's been thrown at us. You might wallow in it for a little bit, but then problem solve. How do we get out of this? And yeah. it doesn't even need to be a lockdown. It's just life. In life, like, yeah. Like, always throwing a shit this is like the biggest shit it's thrown us in a long time <laughs> oh yeah and some people's experiences are going to be more challenging than others but yeah i get it and i get it and i'm not saying like oh my god get over it it's like i've had my weeks where i was like three weeks i was really at the start i was like <gasps> and then when we came back from greece back in september we had to have shay in isolation i had a big burnout then like, because I didn't let myself rest, big burnout. And I didn't get back on track probably till December again. So it's like, I'll be, I know with the pit, I've been in it. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, I get you, I feel what you're going through. I really empathize. It's like, okay, well, we got it. We can't go a year. We can't like live in it for a year. We're like, what can we control in this situation? And let's just take one step at a time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always coming back to control. What are your, your go-to things that you do in your morning routine? Oh, <laughs> my morning routine since I started with Morty Paul um, that was back in May I've been like my saviour like literally especially through lockdown um, before what I used to do was alright let me tell you so I basically have joined the new programme with Garrett J. White do you know Garrett J. White? No. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, wake and he his stuff is quite intense so I'm like wake up at half five um, and the reason I do that is I have a child so not everybody has to. I want to get stuff done before he wakes up so that I'm ahead of my day. Yeah. So I would get up and meditate. Start my day off with meditation. It doesn't have to be like 25 minutes. It could be 10 minute, 10 minute meditation. And then I would do some like journaling. So like ask myself intention questions, not to your diary journaling. Like, okay, what am I excited about today? What needs to get done today? Who needs me to show up um, unstoppable today? Who needs me to be at my best? Um, kind of questions like that that I would ask myself just to get my focus on the day yeah. and then I would do I don't know if you know it's Garrett J. White does this thing called stacking um, and uh, it's kind of like Byron Katie's The Work do you know Byron Katie? yes yes yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. basically it's his version of the work so I would do an hour of that yeah, I've got to do that. And then we've got to do like some gratitude stuff. So basically in the morning, I meditate, I move, I make sure I sweat. I do ask myself some 
questions for the day with intention so I know what I'm doing for the day and I send some gratitude messages and then I'll do a little bit of studying on my business it could be and this is a bit of game changer for me so before I used to be like reading loads of books I was consuming a lot whereas my coach Garrett was like just go to the next revelation and then stop so like when you read something that's profound it's like I don't need to go on because I haven't digested what I've read so I'm like, whoa, that's game changer. Because I could read for an hour before, but now I'm like, sometimes it could be the first sentence. And then I'm like, that's me got my golden nugget for today. Yeah. And then I would do a little journal on that. And then that then usually shays awake. So but in the mornings, it's get your get your mindset with your with your meditation. Get your body moving. Sweat-wise, it could be 10, 10 jumping jacks. It could be a 20-minute workout. It could be a walk, whatever. And then it sends you, I sent you gratitude messages, just like people, I appreciate you, you know, and that gets you really feeling great. Yeah. And then just a bit of journaling. What about you, Jen? What do you do? You're completely probably different to me. Um, mine is much more settled and calming. So when I wake up, I tend to be very much on edge. I'm, I'm, I'm not an anxious person, but I'm a very high energy. I could be an anxious person if I was that way inclined to like worry and to overthink things. So I need to do a very grounding practice in the morning. So I mm. get up, teeth, shower, lymphatic work, lie down and do my meditation. And I've got an eye pillow on. I've got my headphones on with my 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 healing music. You know, with all that. It's not yeah. tune. It's just sounds of music. Um, and do I've been setting the using the insight timer and setting the insight timer to um just to time how long I'm there because some days I could lie there for an hour mm -hmm. <laughs> I just go off in and it's really interesting because I did a meditation teacher training um over previous six weeks and one of the things that had come up during that was we're never going to get our mind like our mind is always going to be noisy it's always trying to process things but detach from getting caught up in the drama of it so yeah. if you've got thoughts that need to be processed allow them to process rather than trying to overly control and over rein in because that's when you then totally disrupt the it's thing. like the bottle it's like the bottle in the water isn't it the more you push it down it just yeah so just let yeah. it come you know yeah, yeah. let it pop, pop up acknowledge that it's there and don't get caught up in the drama of it let it let it pass on so i do yeah. that that's i got up at half five so that takes me half five through till eight o'clock if i've finished yeah. my meditation before eight o'clock i'll read a book or read some of a book yeah. and then at eight o'clock i go for a walk up around the park and then come back and then do breakfast or sometimes i've got a client or class and then that's when i'll start my movement like my more yeah. focused movements so, um Mondays, Wednesdays and Saturday mornings I've got either Pilates or yoga teaching. Yeah. I use my teaching as my movement practice and then on my other days I'll maybe lie on the floor and roll about a wee bit. <laughs> it's just yeah. And it's great because the movement can be anything you want. It doesn't have to be like people think that you have to go to the gym and do a major 45 minute session. It's like one is that sustainable all the time. Two of the gyms aren't open right now. So do something that won't get your heart rate up, but that you can do it every day. Yeah. So walks are great. And especially in nature, it's just like get out of the house for a few minutes, especially if you work from home yeah. like we do. It's like um, just get out in that nature, get that fresh air and go back and you just feel so much clearer. But what's your favorite thing about your uh, routine, your morning ritual? What's your favorite one? Like what could you not give up? Oh, I wouldn't give up any of it. <laughs> 
Of course. And so, like, there's so there was a few days last week that I thought I'm not going to set my alarm. I'm just going to get up. But I I get so much from that that mo- those moments of grounding, those moments for myself. That by the time Chris gets up and he joins me, I can deal with him. Yeah. And I mean that. I mean that in the nicest possible way. But Chris gets out of bed and he is energetic and he is ready to go and he's yes. noisy in the way he talks and he's noisy in the way he moves. And I need to prepare myself to be able yeah. to be like, that's totally fine. That's him. If we meet too early in the morning, it's yeah. like, oh my yeah. God, I'm you. you need to stop. Like, I just feel really agitated really, really quickly from it. So if I don't have that two hours of space or two and a half hours of space, then that's going to... That, it challenges our relationship. Yeah. I'm like that with Shay. Like, I, like, he wakes up at different times every day. Like, today it was half seven, where sometimes it's ten to six, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I need to get your <laughs> Yeah, and it, it is challenging, because the way I see it is me doing this stuff in the morning is me being my best self, and I want to be my best self with them. I don't want to be grouchy and grab it and... Like, ah, it just sets the day off, like, awful. So, yeah, having that morning time for you is so important. Yeah, yeah. And I think, the, and I, I never started, like, when I started doing my morning routine, I didn't start getting up at half past five in the morning. I started off initially just setting an alarm to get up out of my beds at yeah. the same time every day. And then I put it back half an hour. So I was getting up that wee bit half, half hour earlier and doing something and then gradually building so yeah. that I'm now at 5.30 because that works really, really well for me. It doesn't work for everybody. Early to some people is half seven or half Oh, nine. yeah. Like, But I'm in bed by nine, half nine. I'm not a night owl at all. Yeah. Morning time. Like, um, but for me, I'm thinking I was always a morning person, but I used to work in Aldi. We used to go up at half five. I was grand. And I was thinking, would I get up that early if I didn't have Shay? I probably would because I, I think I work I've got more clarity in the morning. I'm very creative in the morning. Nighttime, I'm like, just don't talk to me. I'm just so, but everybody's different. So some people work really well in their evening rituals, but they don't really do too well in their morning ones. So do you have an evening ritual? Yeah. So um, it depends really. Like, so one thing I would always do is my wins at the nighttime. So like basically in my journal, looking back of what have I done well today so that I go to bed is like feeling a little bit proud of myself. So like, what have I done really well? I try to come up with three wins. Um, I would try not be on my device before, like a half an hour, an hour before. I try to read before, yeah. but I do love ASMR. So that's very relaxing to me. So I could like maybe turn my phone off and have a listening to that. And yeah, yeah. um, I, it's just very, sometimes I'll have a shower, sometimes a bath. It's basically just been winding down and reminding me of what I've done well today. It's not a very focused and very action orientated one because I'm going to bed. Yeah. So it's wind, relax, meditation, put a candle on, stuff like that. That's a good one to remind yourself of what you're proud of of that day. Mm. That's that's I think that's really important because so often we can go to bed being really focused on the shit that happened that day. Absolutely, upset you or something that's distressed you or, or whatever. I know. Yeah. I teach. I've got all the kids as well, and it's been a game changer. Like I have nine and ten year olds doing this stuff before they go to bed, yeah. and I'm like. That is a habit. If I was to give them anything, it's a habit. So that 
like we even do it at the end of the week so it's like i'll do at the exact same thing at the end of the week like what happened during the week because we're like i didn't really have a good week and then when you sit down and go oh my god i had an amazing week yeah. because it's focus on the stuff that you have done rather than what you've not because we're always not going to do stuff because we're entrepreneurs we're just always a list like it's <laughs> never ending that list but look at all the stuff you have done yeah yeah totally and it's important i think for some people it's really useful to like do a class or something at night so on a monday and a wednesday evening i teach on a monday it's pilates at six o'clock and on a wednesday i teach pilates at seven and i do an hour and a half on the wednesday night because i do a half hour yoga and a guided meditation Oh, okay. um as part of that class and people always say that they sleep much better after they've yeah. after they've done that so it's just although we're having to teach on zoom and they're on a screen to do the class for most of the class they're not watching the screen yeah totally and in their own zone they're doing their own thing and just doing that movement doing that winds and down so that when some of them on the wednesday night don't actually come back onto the call when because everybody's on mute <laughs> do the guided meditation and I'll usually wait like a minute just to see if anybody comes on to ask a question or whatever but if nobody makes a, makes connection then I'll just end the call because if people are in that really relaxed state you don't want to pull them out or, or to try yeah. and get back into it again um, so, and that's really like their, their sleep particularly in those nights they find they get a much deeper sleep a much better sleep so it's then being able to do that on the nights that I'm not teaching because I don't want to teach every single night. Yeah, I, I teach twice. I keep my downtime. <laughs> yeah. It's like Monday nights I do the Warrior S movement and then Tuesday nights I do the basketball mentoring. So like tonight my sister was like, do you want to come do this training with me? I was like, no, I just want like a night, you know, because I used to do the journaling on a Sunday night and I've kind of tamed that back a little bit because I feel like nighttime should be time with for resting and being with my partner and you know just doing because if we're up that early a half five and then we do a class like eight the day's a long day because even if you know you've got something at eight o'clock you don't relax because you know well i've still got my class yeah. so it's yeah it's a long day but especially when you're looking at the screen a lot like don't get me wrong zoom is like my best friend right now because it's done a lot for me this year <laughs> <a> lifesaver. <laughs> yeah it's really it's opened up a lot of doors for me like but it's like if you're doing six hours on the trot seven hours it can be quite not good for the old brain i'll get i get migraines and stuff sometimes yeah it's not like got... your eyes because your eyes are focusing on the screen and the screen's always flickering yeah. so your eyes are always doing that and that can really trigger um, yeah migraines but the the lymphatic stuff that i've been teaching recently has been really useful and it's useful for people who who regularly suffer migraines particularly stress migraines right okay the the build up of the lymphatic fluid and around your head and in around your brain can get congested and if that's not draining away that drains away overnight and if it's not draining away properly overnight then you're getting a build up and then more more toxins are building up more toxins are building up then Get. here's a question for you then right because sometimes if i my neck is lying a certain way on a pillow like sometimes i've woken up with really bad headaches and i kind of thought it was the do you know when the weather changes and the pressure kind of changes yep and i'm like that's happened a few times where I've, it must have been whatever way the pillow was or something so maybe it was that lymphatic thing wasn't wasn't being drained or something could be so the lymphatics from your head come down and see where you're cervical spine meets your thoracic spine and it's uh -huh. kind of it's a bit more knobbly at, at yeah. that part where where your traps kind of come over 
there's yeah. there's um, a drainage point there and quite often if that's congested you can get a build up of fluid and it'll feel like when you when you press into it when it's painful it can feel a bit puffy <sighs> and that can that can be congestion there i'll send you over the videos I think I'll have to look up at your course because it would definitely beneficial for me. I have changed a few things diet wise as well, but it's like I'd like to go I like to go at things from a whole holistic rather than say yeah. it's the screen or it's your food. I like well let's heal it all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And if you've got because you you get IBS, don't you? No, no, I don't have IBS. You don't have IBS, I thought you had. Oh you the, psoriasis. Yeah, I have really bad psoriasis. Like I have it all now. Because um, I was in the light treatment, I went into the. Mm. I was in this big machine. So I had to wait like from April, and I got it in December. Just and I just finished last week. I had to go in, and they only went for a few seconds, and then they build it up. So that's cleared my psoriasis. But on my hands, it's all in here. I can't even wear my rings or anything because it's really quite bad. I think it's when you're washing the dishes. Cause you know you're washing your hands a lot more lately. Yeah, and especially with sanitizer, it's quite it's quite tough. So um, yeah, that's what's with my psoriasis right now. Yeah, so one of the guys that was on my last lymph workshop, he has psoriasis and I met him in the park yesterday and he's like, that, my skin is totally clearing up. Like my skin is wow. doing the lymph, the lymph stuff quite regularly. Um, so if you've got any gut health issues or skin issues, autoimmune conditions, holding excess weight, all of these things are connected to congested lymph. So wow. how to do a little bit of self-maintenance because some people... When you're allowed to go for massages, you can go for lymphatic drainage massages, but having wee tools of stuff that you can do on a really regular basis is your self-care, self-maintenance. Is that the brush stuff? Yeah, you can use a brush, you can use your hands. Um, the sequence that I teach is one that's unique to my teacher. There's loads okay. of different ways that you can do it. You can use massage tools, you can use your hands, you can use brushes, you can use cloths. Um, but the order, the, the order of sequence of this technique is what makes it very different to other um, techniques because what my teacher has done is looked at it from a sort of like an electrician scientific kind of way of like, where does the lymphatic system drain off, right? Let's work backwards from there so that you're clearing the point of lowest pressure first. It's like mm -hmm. if your sink's totally bogged up, you don't go to the mains to try and flush it out. You start at the point of potential pressure clear that out and if that doesn't help then work your way back and that's, that's the, the order of the sequence that we do so it's um it's been really useful and i i use it i've noticed a huge difference in my energy so with um, with having crohn's my energy can be all over the place i can have just one busy day and then i'm on my back for days and days and days after that but this is helping me maintain a much more regular point of energy oh that's something i'm really always striving for because like especially when start i stopped eating animal products and stuff like that i would find like my iron was going up my energy was going up and i was doing all these questions and the movement all the strategies but it's like oh my god maybe it's like the the, the basis i need to get this just i really want to get the balance of it because i'll go a great day yeah. and then I, I had a brilliant week Last week and the week before, it was like really productive, and then like the last few days, I've been wiped out from it. So it's getting that balance of it. Yeah. yeah. But also, as women, we need to we need to honor our monthly cycle. Oh, and I love all that. Okay, I love that. Where you are in that part of your cycle, because 
and as entrepreneurs we have maybe more freedom I'm saying that kind of carefully and um, we maybe have more freedom to dictate our schedule Schedule. We have to be really conscious of trying to work it in we have more freedom to do that like look at our month yeah. see where we're energetic see where we're not and plan our t- plan our time around that we we are very guilty as human beings is just to keep powering through just keep powering through and not honoring and you do have you read wild power no is my sister on now hey jill um it's all about and i've been teaching it some of the girls recommended it to me in the program and it's basically how it goes through the season so during your monthly cycle you'll have spring summer winter and august and it's like like what you said there it's like you know when you're going to be the most productive and when you have the most energy plan your sessions those days and like your five-day window they're more self-care days and especially as entrepreneurs if you can do that tailor it in but um, I suppose even if you were in a, an employee, you could maybe say, okay, I know that's coming up, maybe take a day or a half day or just not be so hard on yourself those days because um, it's crazy. And I'm really, a lot of people are telling me this, hey, it's like, it's like I think women are having this movement of honoring this yeah. cycle. Yeah. And it's very empowering. And there's a book I'm reading now called The, the Warrior Goddess Train. Have you read it? I've not read it, but I know of it. Because when I, when I search for my book, when I put in the search, Become a Warrior Woman, her stuff comes up before mine. And I'm like, ah, no, how did you get there before me? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's actually really fascinating. And she talks about these red red rooms or something. It's like, what's, what are they called? A red tent. Red tent, yeah. So they go to this, like all the, like this is back in the native times, tribal times. And like the women were, like the men were seeing these as sacred times and the stuff, the intuition and all the knowledge that the women got during this time, like they all just worshipped it and respected it. And that doesn't happen now. Now it's kind of shamed upon and don't ever mention the P word. And it's really fascinating. I love all that stuff. Yeah, we we need to because it's gonna make it's gonna make the whole world a better place. I know somebody who who gets migraines and it's on her it's to do with her cycle. She gets these migraines and she got pulled in by her boss because she when she gets a migraine she has to take time off. She got pulled in by her boss at work to discipline her for having to take this time off. Now she'd already been and said, "You can see there's a pattern that's in line with my cycle." I'm going to need to try and arrange my shifts around this so that it's not interfering with work, and they wouldn't do it. Was it a male boss? I believe so, and it was also a big bank. And they were just not... And she was asking for her days off to be set on these days so that it would try, and she shouldn't have to use up her days off to go and have a migraine every month. But, um, yeah, no, they just were not for for accommodating, not honouring. There's no, no... no respect or you and see even if it was a woman who had never experienced that before like you you come across like some some women I've spoken to a doctor before a female doctor and said about symptoms and they kind of sometimes look at you like you're making stuff up because they've never experienced it you're just like everybody's I don't actually I know and I've got clients who really suffer with it and I sometimes don't get it because I never did like because I think when I was a kid, 
you know the way they say exercise really helps it. I was so athletic yeah. that when people were like, oh, I've got period cramps, I'm like, I didn't have my first period cramp till like 10 years after my first period or something. So I find it sometimes I'm like, okay, I respect it. I get where you're coming from because I've never been in that situation. But I definitely have other had other things. Yeah. Whereas I had, you know, different things. But I can imagine what it, it must be terrifying as well for a man to be like i don't know how to deal with this as well you know <laughs> yeah totally and the, the um the thing about exercise helping is exercise is moving your fluids around your body and a lot of the time that tension in camp is because there's inflammation that naturally happens in that area but if you've got congested lymph then the inflammation has got nowhere to go so the pressure of the the lymph being congested plus the pressure of the inflammation can then make things more painful so the movement of doing exercise helps stimulate your lymphatic system helps it helps it keep yeah yeah it's amazing what the body like just so amazing i love i'm getting really more into just like honoring the body especially since i've had a child it's like and like i fed the child and i was like oh i did that you know like like that you have with your body it's like and I don't get me wrong I still like would beat myself up if I ate certain stuff and all I'm really working on that but it's like hold on a second like you had your child live here for nine months like give me some respect if my body was screaming at me I know it would be saying that yeah. um, just it's, it's amazing it's powerful it's just like we are so powerful as women I love it I know I know we are we are this has been so much fun I know. I'm just like looking at the time. I'm like, that shit, man, we've been on here 40 minutes already. What? Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Did you want to do one last thing with a positive day or something? Sure. Sure. What, what, what? Your top tip to have a positive day. What's your top tip? Are you asking me or? Am... Yeah, I'm asking you. <laughs> oh, um, what's my top tip? It definitely would be the energy. Uh, get that on point in the morning. Like listen to a bit of music. Get a good bit of music going on. Do a bit of movement. Try and stay off your phone as much as you can, especially when you feel crap. If you need to take a nap, I would take a nap. Um, get outside. Little things that people don't like. They're all heard that before, and I'm like, yeah, but have you done it? Have you actually? added them all together and just work on that focus like if you're feeling bad like what am i focusing on so they're just mm. same things over and over again but what would your what would your top ones be learning to listen and trust your body like really mm. getting to know yourself so that you can understand so it's taken me a long time to get to that point where i can say i know that when i got up in the morning my, my nervous system is hyperactive I'm sympathetic dominant so I need to do things to reverse that whereas somebody who is parasympathetic dominant needs to do something to build that energy up so getting to getting to know yourself and not comparing yourself to other people so you're you are you your experience how you come into the world is completely you yes. it's not oh well they get up at half past five in the morning that's what I should do if that doesn't work for you, don't force it because you will not get the benefit of it. So work out what works for you and that might change over time. Yeah. So adapt to that. Today. Yeah, yeah. Let, keep listening to your body, responding to what it's telling you rather than reacting. So if you're like, oh, I, I need a packet of crisps, do you really need it? 
or do you really want it? Like, or what are you trying to get from that packet of crisps that you yeah. can give to yourself in a holistic way? Yeah. Comfort or, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it is just you want to taste a packet of crisps and that's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Salty or maybe your body needs water or something. And it's yeah. interesting you said that because since I've been working with Paul and Garrett, like, I'm like, I've got to do what they've got to do, all right? And then I was burning out and then I thought, hold on a second, right? These are like multi-millionaire men. I have a, like three-year-old <laughs> I'm like I'm starting out with my business why am I treating myself the same way that they're treating themselves and I know people say a lot of the time model your mentors and stuff but it's like model their thing and then adjust it and adapt it to your lifestyle yeah and it's like inspired I'm a woman I'm trying to be a man I'll never be a man I'm a woman I can't yeah. do what they're doing so yeah yeah well the feminists will be after you for that oh I know oh <laughs> Who cares? Because we are biologically, we are different. Totally different. Like, oh, I'm not going to get into it because we're okay. Yeah, yeah, we could be here for another hour. But I did, yeah. I heard, like, I can't remember who it was that was saying this, that men, men's hormonal cycle is a 24-hour. It was within a 24-hour window, whereas our right. hormonal cycle is over 28 days. So even within that, that cycle process, we have to we have to really honor and respect the differences there. If you don't want to respect anything else, it's different. At least honor the differences in your hormonal cycle is totally different. Yeah, yeah, and just having that respect. And I know a lot of people like look at me with double heads sometimes because I'm like, like we got to respect that person that you're with because otherwise, like no one's like I'm not saying men are more inferior. Nobody we're equal, but we are different. That's my opinion. But um. Yeah, no one's better than another, but we're just different. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I'm going to let you go back to your day of being. Yes, thank you. Do you want to tell people about your next program that's starting? Yeah, so starting at the end of March, I can't remember the exact date, um, but if you go on to my bio, they'll see the, the Warriors movement and then they can sign up for that there. And it's four weeks. And um, yeah. You can do that. That's the, that's the gateway in. And then if you, anybody wants any private personal coaching with myself, they can email me. So I've got um, Michelle Louise 10, Michelle Louise Young 10 at gmail.com or my, my website is Michelle Louise Young.com. So thank you so much, Jen, for having me. Pleasure. I love this chat. I love chatting to you. Yeah. <laughs> next time we'll do it in person. Yeah. Next time we we'll go for a walk or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll sort that. Yeah. We'll go for another cold step. Yeah, oh God, I, yeah. I've been doing the cold showers still. I've been doing cold showers more, more frequently. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's much better if I let the water hit my face before I let it hit my body. That seems to prepare me better for it. Right. If, I, if it just hits off my body, I just tense up and re reject it very quickly. Right. Um, I think it's just that yeah. easing into it. But we'll yeah. get in the Clyde again. <laughs> Troll trolleys. <laughs> okay, well, let's right. have a great day. Thanks, Thanks for having me, so Jen. Bye. Bye.